All right, we are live. What is going on, everyone? Uh, you already know, Nooner Nation podcast for Nooners by Nooners. Uh, yeah, we're going to do a call-in show tonight. Pretty excited about that. Um, before we get into that and get the first caller in, everybody already knows the drill. Like and subscribe on YouTube, rate and review on iTunes. Um, we're getting really close to 200 subscribers on YouTube, so definitely go share the show uh, and that helps out a lot. We're going to hit 200. That's one step closer to hitting the big 1000 number. So definitely go do that. But, uh, yeah, hope everybody had an awesome day. Um, nothing really new to report here, but I actually, um, I stepped in, I was going to the bathroom right before this and stepped in a puddle of water. So now my sock is wet, which is like the worst feeling in the world. On top of the fact they're doing utility work and tore up like half my front yard today without me knowing, which is fucking great as well. They said they're going to put sod back over it, but I doubt that. Um, yeah. Again, getting pretty close to the 200 subscriber mark. Getting really close to uh, 50, episode 50 as well. Um, was supposed to have a guest on tonight. Uh, they had to reschedule for next week, but I've got some really good guests kind of scheduled out until uh episode 50 which is gonna be a good one hopefully i'm in the uh the new set i'm building out a whole new studio a couple sets down there a bunch of other stuff kind of all wrapped around um the minor league studios stuff that i'm starting to roll out um, a lot of people are really helpful with that so audio is a bit low okay we'll crank up the audio then but yeah so again Go like and subscribe everywhere. Check out the like Instagram page, all that stuff. It goes a long way. And again, call and show. The number is down in the description. And I'll actually put it in the live chat as well for the people doing the live chat. And no real theme. We'll just see what kind of weird stuff you callers come up with. It can either be stories, you can ask me questions, stuff like that. So. Also testing out some new equipment, got a new camera, finally got that hooked up. I, uh, I actually tested all this, t- crazy enough, I tested it all out uh, when I produced an episode of the, Z- uh, the Jack Sesh in Minneapolis this past weekend with uh, Jack Mandeville. A couple of nooners came out as well, we all hung out, I got a swanky hotel room. Um, but yeah, it, it, overall it went pretty well. Um, uh, that's how I got the ability to call in. I ordered all the parts and stuff I need for my audio to do call in. Tested out my new audio switcher, my uh, camera switcher. So you can see I can do different cameras. I've only got two hooked up now because I'm using my phone for the call in. But yeah, now I can put stuff up on screen, get a little more professional. And again, got a new, new uh, camera. So becoming a little bit more professional, even if production value hasn't actually gone up. But uh, that was a good time, and a huge shout-out to uh, Juanathan for supplying me with uh, some hard AF seltzers. That was a uh, a very gentlemanly gesture. He came in with two cases of uh, hard AF. One was for me to take home because I can't get it here in Iowa, and another one was for, you know, whoever was in the room, and there was plenty of a uh, hard AF drunk. And then we ended up going out and uh, having some drinks up at a – the bar at the top level of our hotel, kind of a swanky place. 
And what else we did? Oh, then we went out and uh, had a very nice steak dinner, courtesy of Mr. Mandeville, which was very nice of him to cover that for us. So, yeah. So feel free to call in, see what we can talk about. We can talk about, uh, you know, if Womb Raider's in here, I'm sure he wants to talk about what weird sex injuries he's had. Um, also, I mean, I, uh, there was a pretty funny debate last night on Drinking Bros about uh, whether it's acceptable for men to use battery-powered lawn equipment. I am on the gas-powered side of that. Um, don't trust. Oh, we got a caller. Hello, caller. Hello, caller. This is Holly. Hey, what's going on? Nothing. How's the show going? Uh, so far, so good. You're the first caller. So I got to know, what is your opinion on battery-powered lawn tools? Oh, absolutely. Oh, really? You're, one, my, you're one of those hippies, my, huh? My leaf blower is battery-powered. Yeah, what about your lawnmower? No, that's not. That's oh. gas. That's gas. All right, so you're talking like mowing the lawn? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, got electric no. lawnmowers no. and whatnot? Oh, no, I don't. I have a zero turn. Oh, yeah, I guess they don't. Make, actually, I was in Lowe's the other day, and they had a battery-powered zero turn. It's pretty crazy to see. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what are you up to this evening? Um, I just got back from Best Buy. <laughs> what are you getting at Best Buy? Uh, nothing. I was actually looking at getting a new printer. Uh, and there was probably nobody in there to help, and they didn't actually have anything uh, in stock. There was actually people in there, I mean, a few employees, but nobody wanted to stop and help me, so I was like, all right. Oh, so it was kind of like... Feel, you know, sometimes when you when you go shopping and you just try to avoid the salespeople anyway. Right. Yeah, until you actually need you them. Browse. Sounds about like Home Depot. Yeah. 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 So. Okay. All right. So unsuccessful trip to Best Buy. But yeah, I was just actually yeah. talking about uh, our, our fun evening in Minneapolis with Mr. Mandeville. He had uh, he oh, had you yeah, on the that show. Was so fun. Yeah. I actually uh, finished watching it today. It was pretty comical. I think it could have got, you know, even better if we would have kept going. But an hour's <laughs> long enough. Yeah. Yeah, I was going pretty good. I know uh, you had your sister on as well. And uh, I think at one point Jack was saying that she was part of the Church of Scientology. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was so nervous. I felt so bad. Yeah, well, you know, I get it. You can be nervous being on camera sometimes. but uh, Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We uh, I was actually talking about, uh, was it Reed? What huh. was that? Oh, Reed was saying something about the swanky. I mean, I called our hotel swanky. And he said something about my pants, but it's pretty nonsensical. Reed must be uh, drunk already, which is fine. Oh, hi, Reed. Yeah. Yep. So he's probably, he's probably sitting in his pool. Probably. Does he have a pool? Just read, read. Do you have a pool? Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure he has a pool. I mean, he lives in Florida. Why wouldn't he have a pool? Because not a whole else lot to do in Florida except sit in a pool, you know? Yeah. Or, or uh, you know, do weird Florida man shit like uh, eat bath salts and, you know, eat some hobo's face off. <laughs> wow, what a wild time that yeah. was. Yeah, 
Yeah. Have you ever done bath salts? Uh, just in the tub. <laughs> no. Okay. Now, how about uh, you ever do like like crack or anything like that? Anything wild? Ah, uh, no crack. I'm no. Stay away from crack. You just stick to like uh, meth and fentanyl, things like that. Preferably, just the light stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. So, what do you got planned for the rest of the evening? I'm probably got to give the kids a bath, and I've been up since three thirty, so probably go to bed early. Oh yeah, well, why are you up at three thirty? I just woke up and couldn't fall back to sleep. Gotcha, gotcha. So you just like wander around the house, trying not to wake the kids up as you like no. s- snack on uh, bagels and shit. <laughs> no, I went to the gym. Oh, so the opposite of snacking on bagels. Yeah, no bagels here. What's a small town gym like at three thirty in the morning? Um, well, I didn't get there till about four. So usually I get there about quarter to five every morning. And there's always four older ladies in there working out, and then the just a couple guys. It's like every morning it's the same people. So we kind of have a little like gr- not group. We don't talk to each other, but it's kind of like the regulars. I call them. Right. And yeah. Yeah, I used to but have a, a gym really like that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, same people every morning. We never ever talk to each other. You kind of give like the nod, you know, yep. as you walked in. But so. Yeah, there's there's one person that was like introduced himself to me, and then I was like, "Damn it! Now when I come in the morning, do I have to like say hi? Because I don't want to do that." Yeah, is your uh, <laughs> is is your gym? Is it kind of like your workouts? Is it like an Eric uh, Eric Pride's video? Have you ever seen that? The music video for Call On no. Me? No. No, it's not like that, or you've never seen it? I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, we should look it up. It's one of the uh, greatest music videos of all time. What is its name? His name? It's called Call On Me by Eric Prides. No, I'll have to look that up. Yeah, you've, you've heard the song before. But cool, so no, you're, you're going home, scrubbing the kids down. Do you uh, like? Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming you do it the same way I do. With a, you know, I just take them outside with the hose. And just hose them off because my yeah. children are feral. Yeah, I throw them, throw, yep, throw them with the pigs. Right. Yeah, yeah, and just high pressure uh, nozzle on the hose. You know, it's a little Dawn dish soap and a broom. Just scrub them off as they like yeah. try to like you know they're biting at your hands and shit. Yeah. Well, usually I put them in the tub together, and then they just like to. I don't know what it is about little boys, but they just like to look at their cleaners, and I'm like, stop. Yeah, you don't you don't really grow out of that. I mean, the the shower well, even as they grow older, the shower is like prime wiener investigation time. Oh God, I don't think I'm ready for that. Mm. Well, you know, yeah, I think your boys are a little young for that, but it'll happen one day. You know, yeah, Ugh. and then one day you're gonna go yeah. like picking up their laundry, and one of the socks is a little crustier than it should be. God damn it. Yeah. See, I never grew up with brothers, so I don't know any of this stuff. So, I mean, I grew up with a brother and learned it all myself. So, you yeah. know, interesting. You know, but I mean, you know how it is. Okay. You take baths, so I'm sure I'm, yeah. I'm. I know what you do in the bathtub. I'm pretty sure all ladies do that, <laughs> according to you know the internet sites I frequent. That's what bathtubs are for. We shall never tell. Yeah. Well. Some teams, some things you keep to yourself unless you're selling it on OnlyFans. Yeah, very true. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to let you go so you can get another caller on. Yeah, let's get another caller queued up, guys. Well, thank you very much for calling, and we will talk to you later.
right. Good night, everyone. Bye. All right. Well, that was cool. Again, numbers down in the uh, the description. Uh, I'll put it back in the live chat as well. Let's get another caller lined up. Don't really have a whole lot to talk about because I don't have a whole lot new going on that I can give a lot of detail about. Again, I did a soft launch of the, the minor league studios thing that I've been working on with a bunch of different people, kind of a brainchild of uh, myself and Greg from uh, Beth and Greg. Soft launch, got a couple people on board already. Had a couple people hit me up today interested in kind of joining that whole initiative. So yeah, go check it out. I think it's going to be a really good thing for some of our us small-time content creators. Again, once I kind of get everything more solidified, I'll probably do like a big announcement and describe a little bit more of what it is. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time for sure. Let me look up. I got a, I had to download an app to get like a burner number because I'm not giving you degenerates my actual cell phone number. So I got to look it up again. So, all right, I just put it in the live chat. So, oh, who we got here? Caller, what's your opinion on manscaping? I am all for it, brother. Of course, you got to do it, right? At least you got to at least you know be able to see the goods through the bushes, right? Well, I need to eliminate a lot of the bushes just to be able to see the goods, so it's yeah. to be me. Yeah, I mean, some people have that problem. Mine looks like a, like, especially, like, if I don't trim it and just let it go full full bush, it kind of looks like a, like a California palm tree upside down. <laughs> so uh, I, I, like to joke that I, I like to joke that I'm hung like a rhino beetle. A rhino beetle. <laughs> I'm not a... Uh, an anthropologist, but I'm not too familiar with the rhino beetle. Is it the, is it like kind of larger for a bug, black with a, like a horn out of its face? Don't matter. It's a beetle, man. Okay. I got bad genes, bro. Bad genes? What? Like, like from the gap or what? Scrawny white Englishman. Oh, that happens, man. Well, I'm a, you know, I'm a tall, skinny white dude. And uh, I can say that the stereotype on that one is, you know, pretty correct. There's a reason why old butthole eyes has gone through the, the plethora of women he has, I think. Yeah, it's hard to hate on the guy. I mean, shit. It's like, with that, with that resume, it's like, all right, man, I, I can't be pissed at him. Right, right. I recognize the voice. Don't recognize the number, though. So uh, introduce yourself. This is DJ Davies, brother. What's going on, DJ? You're calling me from a a number from not where you live, so it threw me off a little bit. Uh, it's my old number from West Texas. I just never changed it. Yeah, it makes sense. I still got my uh, my real number is still my North Carolina number. So, because I'll be I'll be eight two eight for life. I'm not switching area codes. Yeah, same here. Why bother these days? Yeah, I don't think it. I mean, does it really matter anymore? It's like. I think back in the day, it was kind of a big deal for, like, long-distance calling and shit. But now I don't even know, like, yeah. does, does long-distance calling even exist anymore? I have no idea. I mean, apparently I've had a landline for eight years. I just didn't know it. Wow, that's, that's a pretty boomerish thing to have. 
But yeah, landlines. I think I, as a working adult, have never had a landline. My parents had theirs until they moved here. But I think it's like kind of, again, it's kind of like uh, switching area codes. There's no real point in uh, like getting rid of it. So they just left it. But but yeah, so what are you up to tonight, yeah. DJ? Uh, nothing, man. Just kicking back. Uh, you know, you, you kind of followed along. You know, I took my daughter up to uh, college last week, so I'm kind of adjusting to being an empty nester. So it's been kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, you've been uh, probably just hanging out. You're talking about bad jeans. You probably come home, take those bad jeans off, and just walk around naked now, huh? Uh, no, no, not yet. Well, I mean, I pretty much did that anyway. So I never really give a shit about the, what, what the neighbors think. Right. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been in this house for a couple months now, and I've maybe said like four words to my neighbors. I've tried to, you know. I think they just see me and think I'm weird because I have like you know a stock tank pool in my backyard and, a, and an odd looking mutt dog, and I walk around in like shirts <laughs> shirts that have Dan Holloway's face on it and say Meat Queen. Yeah, that was me yesterday. I mean, I get along with my neighbors. They're I mean they're decent people, but. No one I really want to hang out with. So it's kind of weird. This is the first neighborhood I've lived in, God, in years where I didn't hang out with my neighbors. But I don't know. These folks just aren't fun. Yeah, I get it. I think uh, one of the reasons why people are so, some people, like why this community is so uh, kind of, like people instantly click in this community is because we're all just kind of the same type of weird you know, that doesn't actually work real well in normal society, but we all work really well together. Yeah, I'd, I'd say there's definitely an element of that. Uh, shit, I actually wrote an article about that two weeks ago, shit. Yeah, how's your writing going? Uh, it's going. Um, the uh, I, I, I put out a pretty lengthy article on the 13th, um, actually about the Drinking Bros community, and you got an honorable mention in there. Oh, I'll have to go back and read that. I'm, I'm still catching up yeah, on a lot of content. Yeah, what it's meant to me over the years. And um, um, after I visited my dad, uh, shortly after I was on your show, mm-hmm. uh, we went back and visited my dad in Arizona for a few days. And I actually got to you know, do an hour-long interview with him. You know, my first one ever. Uh, so believe me, it's not high quality and certainly not professional. <laughs> but, uh, Neither is you know, this I, show, I so don't worry about it. Yeah, dude, it turned out to be way better than uh, I expected it to be, and uh, I actually managed to get it, believe it or not, I actually got it posted on YouTube. Um, it's unlisted because there were some there was some old school language used in there that is not acceptable these days, oh. but I did, so that, that was my last post uh, in my Substack article that actually embeds the video so you can see it there. Awesome. Awesome. So I see uh, in the live chat, Womb Raider has joined us, which makes me have to ask now this question. Have you ever had an injury during sex? Are you asking Womb or are you asking me? I'm asking you. Oh, boy. Or uh, an awkward, have you ever had like an awkward sex, sexual encounter? (laughs) Shit, dude. Um, Oh, God. Yeah, well, I mean, who who has? 
Yeah. I know mine, probably my funniest one, and I've I've uh I've I guess teased it a couple times, but I was uh, I was in high school, high school girlfriend in the back of my Camaro, you know, and we're hot and heavy, clothes are coming off, you know. I go to, you know, stick it in and I feel kind of this weird pop. I'm like, well, that felt, Uh-oh. that kind of felt weird and hurt, but whatever. You know, when you're that, when you're like 16 and horned up, like there's nothing stopping you. So we're going and uh, finally she's like, she starts going like, like something's really wet. And I'm like, yeah, it is. You know it, you know, she's like, no, 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 really. Like, I was like, oh yeah, I know. I can tell. Well, then finally like, she stops me. She's like, no, something's wrong. Turn on the like dome light in the car. And there is just blood everywhere. Oh no! So I've been there. well, at first That's I was. Well, at first I was like, "Oh, like okay, like oh, okay, like yeah, you started your period, no big deal. Like we're not gonna make a big deal out of this, you know." Well, well, well you know, I uh, I uninsert myself from her and realize, oh, there is a large amount of blood flowing out of the tip of my penis. Uh oh. Yeah. So then... Okay, no, I've, I've not been there yet. Yeah. So I guess what had happened is, like, I had, like, popped the skin, like, on the tip of the penis or something. Crazy. Eesh. And so I'm in the back of this, my my car. So first off, again, 16-year-old with a Camaro. It's my, like, you know, driving that car was my second favorite thing to do at that point in time. I'm getting blood all over the cloth seats. So I'm panicking about that while she's panicking about the blood getting everywhere and what's going on. Because mind you, if you, if you know how erections happen, if there is a, you know, blood coming out of your penis while you have an erection, there's going to be a lot of blood coming out. So she's, (laughs) she's like, I guess worried that, uh, like I'm going to bleed out or something. I finally get like a shirt that's like laying on the floorboard. Who knows? Like, like tourniquet my dick with this fucking shirt and <laughs> drive to. I was like, I don't like. What do I do? Like, it won't stop bleeding. It won't stop bleeding. Like we're sitting there, like in this car, back in like the woods in North Carolina on some like you know old county road that nobody drives on. And uh, so, long story short, I end up like driving to the emergency room with my pants like around my thighs and a like old gym shirt wrapped around my dick. And then like, once we get there, I was like, well, I can't walk in like this. So I like just <laughs> stuff it all in my pants. Like, so I have this shirt like stuffed down my jeans as I'm walking into ER with like blood just all over my hands and her like wearing these like, I think she was wearing like shorts, like volleyball shorts, and she's got like just blood all over her legs. Very awkward scene. Yeah. It took a lot of explaining before they ended up like, oh, okay, like we'll see you now. And then they ended up like just wrapping it in like gauze and medical tape. And they're like, okay, you're going to need to let this heal for like a couple days. So that was also a fun adventure, like having my dick bandaged for three days and trying to avoid telling like my parents why there's blood in the backseat of my car and why like I'm walking weird and wearing loose clothing. 
So that's probably my funniest one. Yeah, dude, I, I know I know a ton of VR nurses, man, and these stories are not abnormal. <laughs> oh. I've heard worse. Oh, yeah. I'd say my, my funniest story, and actually I didn't get laid, if you want to hear it. Go ahead. I was home. I was actually home. Um, strangely, uh, while I was doing uh, undergoing uh, radiation therapy, I was home with my folks for about you know three and a half months, and I went out with my buddy to a party, and uh, met up these two girls. And my buddy was super into one. Her buddy was into me. I wasn't really into her, but this asshole fucking invited him over to my house the next night because my parents were gonna be out of town. And I was like, dude, what the fuck, dude? So they come over, and they immediately go off to do their own thing. And the other one, you know, she's into me. And she was nice, but I just wasn't attracted to her in any way. And she was into it big time. I was like, oh, fuck. I'm going to take one from the team here because, yeah, I kind of, I wasn't really into it. And she was like, well, fine, I'm going to go get my friend, and we're going to go. I was like, shit, I can't believe my buddy's good time. Yep, you got to fall on that hand grenade sometimes. Yeah, I was like, all right, dude, I, I gotta, I gotta take this one. And uh, boy, I tried. God, I tried so fucking hard. I pounded about six beers in less than an hour. Yeah, and uh, that might have had the opposite effect. Well, no, that was kind of helping me kind of relax. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> I, I went, you know, I went downtown, got the panties off, and uh, got met with Jimi Hendrix and. Moths flew out of it and snow hit me and I was like, oh shit. Ugh. And I tried to hold it, man. I couldn't help it. I puked all over her box. Bad. I mean, it was that bad. I felt absolutely horrible because I didn't want to insult her. I didn't want to make her feel bad. So I, went, I cleaned myself up. I cleaned her up. And I was like, okay, cool. This should get me out of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, she still wanted to go. I'm like, Ooh. I can't. <laughs> I never know. Like, no, I'm sick. I can't do Maybe, I felt horrible. The maybe. Next morning they left. When they when they left, I was I'm so relieved. I'm like, thank God this is over. And I asked my buddy, I said, All right, dude, how was your night? He was he goes, Yeah, wasn't even that fun. I was like, You motherfucker. I was so <laughs> pissed. I was like, I can't believe I did that shit and you're and you're just like, eh, wasn't even that fun. Fuck you, dude. Asshole. Yeah, it happens. It definitely happens. Maybe uh, her whole situation down there is like, maybe that's her thing. She likes guys like, you know, throwing up on it and then having sex with her. You never know. Most, well, la- most ladies have to pay for such <laughs> such things. That's fine. Good for her. It's not a turn on. I mean, I was nice. I, 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 I was nice. She was a nice girl, but I felt bad. I didn't want to do that. But I was like, I can't do I fucking puked on it. It was so gross. Yeah. Well, I mean, Again, it happens, and take comfort in knowing somewhere on the internet there is a video of that same thing happening to somebody else, and somebody's turned on by it. So, <laughs> yeah, man, it smells like a goddamn aquarium. Ugh. Yeah, like a turtle tank. Didn't been sitting out in the sun for a couple days. Yeah, I don't know. Have you ever have you ever had a, like a turtle as a pet? Man, those tanks start smelling pretty rough. No, I didn't, but I know somebody did, and I know exactly what you're talking about. So, well, cool, man. Well, thank you for calling in. We're going to move on. I'm sure uh, I want to get 
Womb Raider to call in and tell this story we've all been waiting on about uh, a piercing getting stuck on a birth control device. So, but yeah, man, thanks for calling. My and pleasure, uh, man. Hey, uh, oh, wait, bef- me before you call yep, in, buddy. before you hop off, tell everybody where to find your uh, your writing. Oh, uh, well, I mean, folks who follow who, uh, in here who follow me on Instagram can see my posts on Instagram. Uh, it's Article 15 uh, on Substack. Yep. All right. Check it out. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Well, cool, Thanks, man. man. Cool. Thanks for calling in. We'll talk to you later. Later. Bye. So he's one up on me. I've never, uh, I have never thrown up on someone's genitalia. Um... So yeah, let me know if you have. I'd love to hear that story. But yeah, never, uh, never that, never that. I'm trying to think of some other things that have happened to me. You know, typical like getting walked in on, kind of thing. But yeah, so call him again. Numbers down in the description. I've posted it in the live chat a couple of times. I can do it again. So went and saw Top Gun for the third time with my mother. Uh, before she left town. Still great. Still like the best movie ever made. And uh, definitely, gonna, I think it's out on streaming now, so definitely going to be hooking that up to the projector and watching that. We have a caller. Caller, is the new Top Gun the best movie ever made? Bill, you might ain't seen it yet. <laughs> what the hell? Are you like living in a cave? No, the last movie I saw was Jackass Forever. Okay. I didn't see that one. How was that? I, well, I brought the preacher's daughter to see it, so uh, there's a lot of dicks and balls and as, as wide pre- open faces. Right. I mean, but that's uh, to be expected in a Jackass movie. Right. <laughs> so, so what's going on? This is uh, very obviously from the voice and the reference to your uh, girlfriend, Womb Raider. What are you doing tonight? I ain't chilling. I'm waiting on the preacher's daughter to show up. She was putting her boys to bed and swinging back through. Gotcha, gotcha. So the so, preacher's, by preacher's daughter, I'm assuming she's not Catholic. No, she was. Uh, she's not. No, it's a very weird sect called the Church of Nazarene. Oh uh, yeah, I'm. I, I recall those in my hometown. There was a Church of Nazarene. Isn't that kind of like a non-denominational thing? Yeah. yeah, oddly enough, it's mostly Latinas that go there, I guess. Yeah, it's just people that can't make up their fucking mind, you know? Yeah, and they, like, aren't allowed to dance. She's 28, she just turned 28, and finally just bought her first bathing suit and not swimming in basketball shorts. Oh, yeah? Nice. Were you? Did you approve of the, uh, the bathing suit? Uh, yeah, it's got a little skirt to it, but I can lift it up. Oh, nice. Nice, okay, I mean, baby steps. <laughs> You gotta take baby steps. This time next year, she'll be going like full Brazilian, you know, getting some sun on those cheeks, whatnot. Well, last time she wore it, we were up in the Adirondacks in the lake in front of a Bible camp, and we had sex in the lake in front of the Bible camp because fuck Jesus and all that in her mind. Right. Yeah. I mean, it happens. The Adirondacks, <laughs> famous for their chairs. Fun fact. Yeah. Don't know it's if you're real ever... hard to get out of when you're drunk. Well, and an Adirondack chair? 
Oh yeah, typically, especially yeah. if you're in like in those like red plastic ones from Lowe's. Sometimes it's just easier oh, to yeah. just just tip it to the side and fall out of it, you know. Fuck yeah. So, but yeah. So, so anyway, we got talking about uh, sexual injuries, and you have had one that I've wanted you to tell this story for months now. So the floor is all yours. Okay, so when I was in Iraq in 2007, I had a roommate named Metz, and we both decided to give ourselves Prince Albert. You gave it to yourself? I recommended. Yes. Okay, so before we continue the story, explain how you gave yourself. First off, explain what a Prince Albert is, and explain how you gave one to yourself. Okay, so Prince Albert goes through the hole in the tip of your penis and then out the bottom, kind of where the head meets the shaft. Okay, I I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Yep. (laughs) We ordered the rings off of Amazon through an APL, so they took like two months to come in. And then we went to the medics and got some needles that were sterile. And then bent them kind of into a U-shape. This is probably a bad idea, but traded one of the local nationals some wire for some whiskey. So we got drunk before we did it. And then just got brave enough and hooked her through and then immediately put the needle through. And then the little screw-on ball goes on the other end. And it took a couple days to heal. Thank God I didn't get it infected or nothing. So so when you say you got drunk before you did it, that would lead me to believe that you were sober when you made this decision. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, that just gives us a glimpse into (laughs) the mind of Womb Raider. You know, it's like, no, it's a good idea. Let me... While I'm on deployment in Iraq, let me get a needle from the the meds, bend it, and pierce my own penis, you know, because why not? So, again, you said it wouldn't be infected. I never served, wasn't deployed. I would assume being deployed not only in a desert but in an active war zone, like, Extreme hygiene, especially on your crotch, is probably not something that is followed regularly. So, infection, like, you you beat the odds by not getting an infection. Right. Well, but, I was lucky I was an 88 Mike. We were out in this little fucking town called Bowija. But almost every day I drove to Cook. Okay. We had hot showers. Okay. Uh, I've gone stretches for like nine to 10 days without coming back and not having a shower. And luckily I wasn't in one of those stretches. I was just in and out. So I, I got to shower twice a day. Okay. All right. Um, so, so you have on your own, uh, put a, a stainless steel bar through your penis. What's next? Yep. So I had turned 21 while I was there and then, October of 2008, October 25th, we got back. And I came back and I had known this girl that was my sister's roommate in college for a while. We kind of dated before I joined the Army. 
she had got an IUD. And mm-hmm. so we were going, her name was Kyla. We, okay. we were going at it pretty good, hard and heavy. And I was, you know, giving them every inch I had, 265 pounds right behind it. And mm-hmm. what was her, what was her first yeah. impression of when she first saw like, oh, you have your dick pierced. What was her, what was her yeah. first reaction? Uh, to put it in her mouth. Okay. Fair reaction. The reaction you yeah, want. She you was, know. Uh, yeah. She was a year younger than me. So. Okay. And she also had a Christian background. She was a lot of fun. Okay. So, I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing a, a pattern here. So. Yeah. So we, uh, we're going at it and all of a sudden the stainless steel ball on the end of it hooked around the little copper wires that hang off the bottom of an IUD. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like set the hook when I was coming back out and we both, both felt like a, a pretty good chug. Mm. And the hardest part is you can't lose your erection because it's going to start pulling it out and there's kind of ball on the end. And IUDs I hear her to take out anyway. Mm. So uh, I had to basically stay as erect as possible and push as far in as I could and then kind of over to the side to unhook myself. So you were able to unhook it yourself? Yes. Well, we had a little help from her roommate, (laughs) who I also already slept with on leave. Oh, Lord. Um, I slept with all of my sister's roommates. She lived in a suite with three other girls, and I just kind of made it my mission in life to make sure they all know who was the cooler sibling, and it was definitely me. Yeah, fair. I mean, you never know. Did your sister sleep with any of them? No. She was uh, the opposite of me. She's quite a prude. Oh. She's had... She's a year older than me. She's 36. She's had two boyfriends her whole life, and she's been married for about a decade. So yeah. I like to throw my ropes out into the wild. Oh, we know. You're like, you're like Spider-Man, Spider-Man going through fucking New York. Just ropes, 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 ropes. <laughs> right? Yeah, so her, her friend uh, was kind of my friend. My sister's roommate kind of got in. Actually, we did a, we both did a bump of coke. She always had a little coke spoon around her neck. And we both did a bump of coke. And then she kind of got behind me and held Carla's hips. And we both kind of squeezed in towards her together. And she kind of like pushed me towards the side until I got unhooked. And then, then she got a turn. She did not have an IUD. Oh, good God, man. Both. Before I, immediately upon the extraction, I pulled out and took that Prince Albert out. I've never had one since. Yeah, I don't blame you. I do not blame you. Once you took it out, though, was like, like, did you ever like pull out and the cum came out, came out like all weird, like out of two holes? Oh, yeah. You had to like, you had to be careful in the urinal and kind of uh, like piss up at like a 
five degree angle or else it's going to hit your feet too. Gotcha. Did it eventually heal? Like does the hole heal up? Yep. Okay. Yep. You can't even tell I had one now. Yeah. I was, I'm, it was I'm, only uh, maybe a 20 gauge, I think. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to assume that you have no interest in getting another one. Nope. Never again. No. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. Like nine eleven, never again. Right. You know, never forget, but never again, you know? Right. If well, I did anything, I did like a, kind of like the Cubans do, and they like put a pearl uh, kind of on the middle of their shaft on the top of their dick. Like they, like, like, embedded like, like a, yeah, what do they call those, like dermals or something like that? Yeah, it's a dermal. Yep. You can't take it out, and it, it can't get hooked on nothing, but. Uh, for the last 15 years, I've been pretty good being au naturel down there and yeah, avoiding injuries. Yeah, most of, I <laughs> I knew I knew a couple guys that and they were Marines, which kind of makes sense. But they but yeah, they came back from like their first deployment and they all like went and got Prince Alberts and uh, a couple of years after I started talking to like some, I was in a bar talking to like some ladies that they had dated in the past and they, none of them were actually into it. They said it was kind of uncomfortable, but teach their own, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's really only good for like doggy style. So you get like, a, when you're behind and pushing down, you get a little extra right? like rib for her pleasure on a G spot. But sure that, I just scared of them things now because that's a, a scary feeling like knowing it's gonna hurt if you can't maintain a rock hard direction. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm sure. Like I mean, did you immediately know like what had happened, or was it kind of where you both kind of like, oh shit, that hurt and felt weird. What the fuck was that? And then you kind of like had to process it for a second. I I immediately knew because uh, she had told me she got an IUD. She was really excited about it about uh-huh. it because I used to cream by her all the time when I was in college, and then we had a pregnancy scare while I was first in Iraq. Those are always fun. And so she so she went and immediately got an IUD. And October twenty fifth, I came home, and October twenty sixth, I was in her dorm room. Okay. Yeah. So, fair. fair. We, so, were, we were trying to try it out. So, I mean, yeah, moral of the story, you know, make sure hardwares don't, uh, don't intermingle during coitus. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oof, oof. Yeah. Just hearing that story, man. Like, oh. Yeah. See, I thought yeah. the first time, the first time you mentioned it, I thought it got hooked and you pulled it out. And I oh, like, that would have been terrible. I, you explained it like a little bit in a little bit further detail to where that didn't happen, but that's what I originally like. The, my first thought in my head was that, and like, yeah, like my my testicles shriveled up into my body so hard <laughs> that I think they were actively trying to turn into ovaries. Yeah, yeah. If I had done that, I would have had like a vagina on the tip of my penis. Oh, oh, oh. well. Yeah, on that one, I'm going to let you go while uh, I drink some of this hard AF and cleanse the palate (laughs) of that one. So I'm going to let you go. Callers, we'll wait for another caller. But, yeah, thanks for talking, man. I'll get you back on the show again. You're a super awesome guy. Cheers, buddy. Hey, buddy. Yeah, so that's uh, 
oh, I don't know uh, if you're familiar with IUDs, but essentially it's like this T-shaped thing that goes and like blocks the tubes and lady part magic. But uh, oh man, oof. which reminds me of uh, I found it really funny. There's a uh, like a birth control commercial on TV for an IUD where like this woman like is like dancing around singing because she just got an IUD and I just find it so humorous because she's just like singing because now she can have people just blow loads in her and not worry about it. And she's like handing this guy a flower. And I'm just thinking like in her mind, she's like, you can blow a load in me. And then she's like talking to other guys like, and then you can blow a load in me. And then she's like dancing in the streets and like with all these people, it's like, and everybody can just blow loads in me. Pretty humorous, pretty humorous. So somebody else wants to call in. We don't have to continue with, uh, with the sexual injury talks or sexual awkwardness. We can move on from that if wanted, you know, I think, uh, who's it? Sylvester Stallone is getting divorced over a dog. I heard, which is wild and understandable. People love their dogs, but I mean, he hasn't been married for 25 years, but, uh, if the divorce does happen, I mean, I think his, uh, his daughters are going to need a stepfather figure to, you know, step in and really help them out. And I will fall on that sword. So I'm pretty good at being a stepfather figure. They just need to make sure that, you know, any furniture or appliances are easy to get stuck in. So who else we got in the live chat here? move on but again i think uh again hammer the like button guys and uh subscribe if you haven't already sorry i'm just gonna put the uh call in number back into the live chat here do 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 i know incredible radio right now but that's what happens when you try to do a live show of guests on thursdays like half the time People back out last minute. It's one of the biggest stresses in my life. Yeah, HA Fathers Without Boundaries. That's a very good charity. Uh, look into it for sure. Ooh. Caller, what are your thoughts about uh, the charity Fathers Without Boundaries? Mm. Oops, forgot to switch it to uh, Bluetooth. Hold on. Um. Sorry. There? Yep. Sorry. Still learning the new equipment. I got to, for some reason I have to like, every time somebody calls, I have to switch it to Bluetooth manually. It doesn't just go straight to Bluetooth, which is kind of fucking annoying. But, uh, but yeah, I recognize this voice. Well, it's, uh, it's McQueen from the West coast. What's going on, Gigi? <laughs> just driving home from work. I thought I'd change the tone of your podcast. Absolutely. After uh, after hearing about somebody's IUD getting about getting uh, forcibly removed from their body by a penis piercing, um, I I missed. I only caught the tail end of that, but you only caught you caught the tip of it. (laughs) Who was that? Womb Raider. Uh, why did I ask? Yeah, yeah. Who else? The man with twenty kids, the big teddy bear. He's a big teddy bear. He is. He is. And he, uh, him, him and Rocco are two people that I would not trust to pull out of their own driveway. Rocco? Yeah. I don't know if you remember, uh, 
one of the former drinking bros, one of the original guys, Rocco. He now is uh, on the Mayans MC show on he FX. Uh, oh, he can drive. It's a joke about having too many kids. He's got like nine kids, uh, so he can't, he can't pull uh, out of his own driveway. Got it. Got it. Yeah. It's, been, it's been a long day. Yeah. So what's new with you? Um, I am... I'm competing tomorrow against Wahlberg's kid again. So, Wait, which Wahlberg? Mark or Donnie? Mark. Uh-huh. I got I got to I got to beat his kid again on the on my horse. So, like I, I love uh, beating beating children. So when you say beat him from your horse, like are you gonna like have a belt? Like you're gonna run him down, just whip him with it, or are you gonna let the horse do most of the work? It's just jumping for right. speed. Oh, so the horse is going to jump on the kid. Yeah, I'm going to jump over the kid. Man, can you imagine if you injured Mark Wahlberg's kid on a horse? Uh, it happens. I mean, it's not, a, you know, it's it's a dangerous sport. I mean, every show someone hurts themselves and the ambulance has to come. But it's I, because these kids are, are so short, you know, their legs aren't long enough. And then they yeah. just fall off. Is that an age thing or just like, are they just jockey-ish? I think it's, it varies. I mean, it's, it, sometimes like in the case of Superman, it's made him do things that he was not prepared to do. And so he ended up breaking his neck. Oh yeah. Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. So I think the the trainer just kind of milked him a little bit for, mm. you know, his money. Yeah. But, um, whatever. What else are you whatever. supposed to do with a rich client, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. So you just milk him for the money. I know. Hey, I mean, it happens, especially out that way. I mean, all these, uh, you know, you get these younger ladies marrying much older men. I mean, essentially milking them for their money there's a lot of shitty people in la i gotta say so i i feel very very blessed that i've always managed to align myself with very honest people because there are a lot of turds here that exploit people yeah it's kind of the track sort of vibe you know mm-hmm. yeah i mean you have those people everywhere but i can definitely see uh la being kind of a central hub for that kind of behavior and in the horse world in particular, but yeah, I mean, I mean, there's good, there's good people everywhere, you know? Yeah. I can see like, I've never really known anybody real close that was big into horses, but I can see the horse world being kind of an odd place. I also, uh, I was thinking this the other day. I feel like the world of like competitive swimming is like an odd world to be involved with. Yeah. No real yeah, reason I, why I think that. I just think of like what like like soccer moms are like, and like what's a swim mom like? Pedophile. Yeah, I, I would I would think that that would be uh, ripe for you know some sexual deviant stuff going on there too. Yeah, I mean it's a lot of it's a lot of latex. Yeah. Everybody's full shorn, whole body just hairless. So. I may lose you and if i lose you i'll just hang up and someone else can call in so i may lose you at some point you'll never lose me Gigi. oh 
Oh my god. Boom. I have been not around much, and so I thought I would call in and say hello, and it is so good to hear your voice. I just, I miss everyone. It's just been busy. Yeah, it's been, it's been hectic times. I know what you do, and it's probably been a pretty hectic time. But, uh, yeah, so, but you say you're driving home. You in the, uh, you in the Tesla? Yeah, it's pretty dirty right now. Yeah, well. No, it is not. It's not costing you uh, $7 a gallon or whatever it is out there right now. You know, honestly, the reason, and I'll put, I'll put this out there. The reason why I bought this car, I, I've, I, the car I had before this was a four-wheel drive diesel, you know, SUV. Mm-hmm. I bought this car because at the time, at the end of 2018, Elon Musk would not only write you a cash check for buying the car, I think it was like, it was somewhere between two and six thousand. I honestly don't remember, but I got a ten thousand dollar federal tax credit too. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, why not? When you add those things together, yeah, it was compelling. Then that's and and there was a deadline for it. It was like you had to do it by the end of I, I can't remember the end of October twenty eighteen or something like that. So right. That, that's why. But it is a you know it's a cool car. It is. Yeah, they're pretty and rad. Everyone in the chat can hate on me right now, but it, it's been had all different types of cars, and it's, it handles well. You know, it's fast as fuck because I got the all-wheel drive. Oh yeah. And you know, it's light. Whatever. I drive eight miles to and from work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like. I actually just traded my truck in. Loved it, but I was driving like twenty miles a day, which is really not all that much but i was spending like in july i spent three hundred dollars in gas that's insane for yeah i mean and i probably used the actual like utility part of having a pickup truck like twice a year so yeah yeah. went and got the subaru my son son is driving car that i think it's 12 miles to the gallon right now so i feel your pain oh yeah oh yeah does he does he have a does he have mom's credit card for gas on that one well, I mean, he's he's a kid. Yes. Mm-hmm. His his sports will pay for his college, so I'm I'm not. Yeah, it's know. an investment. It's an investment. He worked over the summer, but he's yeah. got to he's got to focus on sports and school during the school year. Oh no, I get it, I get it for sure. So how uh, how is Hollywood handling the news that uh, Sylvester Stallone's getting divorced? I don't think he's that relevant, is he? Is he that relevant anymore? Uh, I mean, he still does things, I guess. You know, he's uh, a. I think he's. I think he might be slowly moving out of the spotlight, but I think what he's doing is he's maneuvering his daughters to kind of take over the spotlight. Oh, I'm sure his his kids are gorgeous. Oh, have you ever seen his daughters? Flavin, his wife, is that her name? Uh, yeah, his soon-to-be ex-wife. Yeah. I believe she was a model. Oh, I'm sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I was actually right before you called in, I brought it up and said his daughters are going to need a, a pretty strong stepfather figure to, you know, move in. And I will be that person for them. Oh, good on you, Bill. Yeah. Just as long as, you know, the furniture and the, the appliances have to be like, you know, positioned in a way that they're easily stuck in. All right, I'm going to clear the line. 
Love okay. you. Love you too, Good Gigi. You. Thank you for calling in. So that was fun. Gigi's awesome. She's a, a busy lady, but it's awesome for her to call in. And uh, every once in a while, she'll she'll let loose and really go nuts with some statements. But love her to death. and hoping to get out to California at some point and uh, have some, some drinks with her, maybe some wine, a little red wine from uh, Northern California. But phone lines are open. I saw some people trying to call in and as I was talking to Gigi, so give it another shot. I'll pick up. We've got time for maybe one or two more. And then uh, we'll get off here and everybody can go enjoy their Thursday night. I don't know what really football hasn't started yet, I don't think. Preseason. Is there Thursday night preseason games? Don't know. Speaking of which, we're doing a Nooner Nation uh, fantasy football league, so... Hit me up in uh, you know the DMs in my Instagram if you want to get into the uh, Fantasy Football League. If I can fill all the slots, and we're actually pretty close to it, then uh, then I'm going to buy a uh, a really cool custom belt, like WWE belt. So, caller, what's going on? Oh, why do you hang up? <sighs> Who just hung up? It was a South Florida number. I bet that was Reed. Reed, you hang up on purpose, you dick. Reed, he stands me up when I'm in vacation on Florida. He said he's going to pick me up, take me out to a nice dinner. I'm out front. I got all all dolled up, did my hair, nice pants, and then I'm just out front of the hotel waiting on him all day. But, AJ, I saw you were trying to call. Give me a call back. I'll leave, I'll leave the lines open for AJ. Our, uh, our favorite dirt bag from New Jersey. Three-time Flemington Nissan Salesman of the Year, by the way. So. But yeah. Reed, if that was you, I've got your number now. I'm going to pay you back for hanging up on me like that. But... Anyways, while I wait for somebody to call in, new, uh, oh, here we go. Good, now I'm trying to make something up off the top of my head. What is going on? Mr. Billion, how are you, sir? I am doing well, Mr. Gamble. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm tremendous right now, actually. Are you? Are you still, I, uh, uh, still on the wagon? Uh, which one was that? Uh, last time you were on the show a couple weeks I, uh, ago, and you uh, you're drying out a bit after a, a bit of a uh, scary adventure in your oh, car. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a, there's. <laughs> Jesus took the wheel a few times, and um, I'm still here. But yeah, um, I was. Yeah. And then uh, you know it's summertime, so what do you do, right? Yeah, you got to soak up that last bit of summer. I'm a little bummed. I get a I get the summertime sadness pretty bad because summer's my favorite. Right. Once it starts getting cold, oh, women start putting the bikinis away, start breaking out the UGG <laughs> boots, and dude, I get depressed. Uh, do you actually guys actually have like uh, summer there or what? How- it gets fucking <laughs> hot, dude. It gets really hot here. Really? Yeah, I think nah, okay. I think July, June, July, and August, we had something like twenty-five days in the triple digits. Wow. And then, but also so what because do you guys do? Like, there's no beach, there's no nothing. So what do you guys do? Pools. 
Uh, lakes. There's a lot of lakes. There's actually a lot of lakes here. The biggest thing, though, about the heat, and not so much, I mean, it gets hot and that sucks, but apparently because of all the agriculture, like, you know, you have like right. cornfields that absorb moisture from the ground and then right. the sun beats down on it and it, you know, evaporates all the moisture. It'll be like 95 degrees with 95% humidity here, like all summer. Really? Oh, yeah. That sounds like uh, here in the East Coast, man. Same shit. Yeah. Every it, fucking day. It gets pretty brutal. That's why I have a, I went and got myself a, a, a stock tank pool. If you've never seen one of those before, go Google it. It's where you take like those big galvanized eight foot tanks that you feed livestock or water livestock with. And then you put like a pool pump right, and shit like on the, it. Like, like the old Cialis commercials where like the dude and the chick are like on a cliff edge and they're both like in these little tiny tubs. Yeah, like kind of, kind of. Mine's bigger. Mine's eight foot diameter, like two and a half oh, feet deep. Wow. It's pretty dope. Oh wow! It's like just it's good enough. Like you can't go like you're not going swimming or anything in it. But on a hot day, like if you sit down in it, it comes up to you know like your shoulders. You know, I built a little deck around yeah, it for your right. drinks and stuff. It's got a, it's got a heater. It's got you know the pump. You know, jets and stuff in it. So like just just enough to like drown you know drown your wife. If she say, like, you know, burn your fuck, dinner, right? Fuck, she might drown me in it. <laughs> yeah, she probably would. She is resilient. So. She will. Well, yeah, she will. She'll make it look like an accident. She'll just <laughs> she'll just keep feeding me drinks and then be like, oh, hey, is the pool yeah. pump still on? And I'll be out there like, I don't yep. know, is it? And then she'll just, like, shove me in and hold my head down. <laughs> She's the last little testament, Bill. Yeah, we, uh, might be. We'll be your... Dude, so you want to do something funny? Go for it. Dude, so I, I had this nice family move out next to me recently, mm-hmm. and uh, the new neighbors moved in, okay? Mm-hmm. So these folks, you know, um, I know they've, they've contributed a lot to society, and they, they're they're better in their lives, right? Mm-hmm. So I am sitting in my backyard, um, well, yesterday. No, I'm sorry, two days ago, and um, smoking a blunt. I look over, because I feel someone's looking at me, so the fence is like five foot high. And then, you know, you have like the lattice parts you can kind of see through. Mm-hmm. And I see this fucking brown, this, not a brown eye. The guy didn't have his asshole up that high. It was his eye. So he's fucking looking at me. And it's this little old Indian man, like a tiny Indian man. Like he was like, he had to be on his tiptoes just to get to the five footer. And uh, I turn, I'm like, hey, what's up, man? You need something? He just kept, keeps looking at me. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, Jesus Christ, this is America. Just fucking just say hello. Like, you know, another few minutes goes by. I look over, motherfucker's doing the same thing. He just shakes his head. He has his hands like behind his back, like he's like, like you know, like a mm-hmm. fucking shepherd. And uh, yeah, the, the old man pose, hands yeah. behind his back, kind of yeah. like judging you, old man judging you. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, right now, these they're having a fucking banger next to me. At first, I thought there was like some like a uh, polite domestic uh, domestic violence going on, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was it was this fucking crazy. Uh, Indian fucking like techno EDM shit going on. All right. And, uh, they're, oh, dude, they're raging. I have no idea what they're drinking or anything, but so, fun. so the neighbors are raging and one of them's just like staring at you through the fence, judging you. What's well, your, what's your well, dick that, at or something? <laughs> no, no, that, the staring would happen, uh, Tuesday. Oh, okay. And, uh, the domestic violence and the, and the party are happening as we speak. Oh, yeah. all right. Maybe you should head over there. I know. He was like, hi, how you doing? You know, new neighbor. Nice to meet you guys. I know you don't remember me. Um, I know we don't speak the same language, but I'm just here for support. Yeah. Are you a fan of curry? 
No, well, all right. This is gonna sound terrible, and I'm sorry, uh, YouTube. But I already said if they uh, if, it's, if I smell curry, I'm gonna burn across the lawn. So they move. I swear to God. Uh-huh. That's uh, that's a that's a bridge that's a bridge too far for me. Yeah, curry's a pretty intense smell for sure. <laughs> Reed Reed White in the live <laughs> chat just said AJ's whole hood smells like curry. <laughs> Good lord. Good oh, lord. Fuck you, Reed. All right, man. God damn it. Stop fucking New Jersey shit, dude. The Indians are nice people. Okay. They gave us like Slumdog Millionaire. They gave us. Uh, I was trying to think. Yeah. Not uh, much. Um, that chick that one of the Jonas Brothers is married to, Mindy Kalen. Uh, is that a gift or a curse? Is that a gift or a curse? I don't know. She's. Uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, what's, it? what's that fucking. Who are some fans? No, the Macarena? No, never mind that. That's yeah, Spanish. No. Mm. Sure, sure, same color. We'll um, see. Let's see who. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's anything else like besides like uh, you know, uh, like snake charmers and shit, and then uh, like rugs. Um, oh well, of course you had uh, you had Gandhi. There you go. Oh, Mother Teresa, Indian. Oh, did not really? know that. Apparently so. Wow. Uh, don't recognize oh, m- many of these names. There's an astronaut who is Indian. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to ask how he got there. <laughs> it's a, well, it's a she. Well, her, all right. Okay. Uh, Equal opportunity. Uh, well, okay. So she was an astronaut. <laughs> she did not quite make it there. Oh. Um, I don't think because <clears throat> she was on the shuttle Columbia. Wasn't that the one that blew up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Her and uh, Chrissy McCall, or her fucking name was, yeah. All right, dude. Is that the one? That I mean, Reed was, that? In high school. Reed was probably in college when it happened, so he could probably tell you better, but, you know. Uh, yep. Yep. She died when, uh, no, that was, uh, she was the first Indian born woman thing? to go into space in 97. And then in 2003, uh-huh. That was the one that, so she did go to space. Columbia was the one, like in the early 2000s, that broke up as it was re-entering the atmosphere. Correct. Yeah, they didn't die, though. Uh, I'm pretty sure they died. No, Challenger was 83. That's when they blew up. Like, as people, like, yeah, they as said, they're like, taking off. Ruben were in high school, so they probably saw a lot. Yeah, Columbia but, was uh, the one that was coming back into the atmosphere and, like, disintegrated. Uh, oh, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I think I was, like, in... Oh, three? I think I was like in sophomore in cool. high school. All right, let's. So I, well, I looked up famous, looked up famous Indian people, and it gave me a whole list of irrelevant people. Oh, so. how about M. Night Shyamalan, dude? Well, I mean, I think he's American. M. I, I think he's a, like American. He just has of Indian descent. Uh, well, it doesn't count, I guess, huh? Yeah, it's like yeah, you know, halfway, you know. Yeah. Right, yeah, like, like kind of, not really. Kind of. Well, let's see what the, anybody yeah. in the live chat know any like famous Indian people? <laughs> Who's the, all right, I won't touch you. Um, who is the, uh, Slumdog Millionaire? Who's the, the, um, what was that kid's name? Was oh, he like an actor? Was he an actor or was, it, or was that a documentary? That, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a, a dramatic, uh, recreation, I think. Of, of, <laughs> Most lives. Oh yeah, Dev Patel is that guy's name. I think he is a, like a 
Oh, Patel. Uh, that's like definitely not a, definitely not a common name. In that. But I think he's yeah. He's from. He's actually like from England. His his parents were Indian, <laughs> which and I don't know. Anybody who's ever been to England knows that there is a lot of people there whose parents are Indian. Um, what do you what do you think the Slumdog Millionaire like like stage play would look like? You know what I mean? Like if it was like a fucking play. Oh, like on Broadway? It'd probably actually be pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's a cool movie. Better than, like this other bullshit. Huh. Yeah, it was pretty cool, but it'd be, I think it'd be better if you can hear him talk. So that's what I'm saying. Like a, a fucking play would be better. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it'd definitely be better than Cats or Rent. You know? <laughs> Dude, all right. This is all right. This is back in like 02. I had this uh, 01, whatever. My high school girlfriend's family was rich. So we fucking, uh, that bullshit thing with Matthew Broderick and um, Nathan Lane, the gay thing. I was there. The uh, the birdcage, it was called. Dude, oh, I'm yeah. There. I've never been to a... I'm a redneck. I've never been to anything in my life. I'm sitting there like in my jeans and like a half-ass nice shirt. All these like rich, famous people come in. You were, you were, like, you were Jersey nice? Did. Is that what you were dressed up Jersey nice? Oh, no. Well, kind of, I guess, yeah. I mean, Jersey nice would be like blowout haircut, like with uh, kind of a tight shirt, but my eyebrows would be laced or whatever these folks do these days. But yeah, it was so weird. It was like, I never saw gay people or, or in, you know, Whatever. I, I had no idea what was going on. And I, all I know is all I knew of plays is like you know when you're a kid in school you go into fucking bullshit play. Right. So I was like, ah, oh, it's gonna be some bullshit. And all of a sudden, like people are fucking crying and saying it was how great it was. And I was like, well, I just want to you know catch a quick beach from my high school girlfriend and go home. So yeah, you're like, well, that guy up there's there. getting a BJ from that guy. Why can't she give me a BJ? <laughs> you getting Don Lemon and Kevin Spacey. Why I can't I? I know. Like, come on. You sure you weren't watching Rent? Isn't that what that's about? They all get AIDS. Um, sure. Yeah, uh, ninety-nine thousand two minutes. Yeah, I think that's that, right. Right. I know. Uh, was it? There's in a uh, Team America. They parried it as Rent, or no, not Rent. It's a uh, lease. <laughs> he's, in a, he's in a play called Lease, and there's a, there's like a song about how they all have AIDS. Uh, like they had a lease on life, but they didn't know. <laughs> yeah, well, lease, like rent, lease, you know? Yeah. You're a salesman. Awesome you know all about it, leases, I man. I almost called you when I bought my car, oh. but, you know. You should have. I know, but you you know how you salesmen go? Like, he whipped me up into a frenzy. I'm signing papers. I don't even know what I'm signing. I would love to be on the other side of the desk, though. I, I, I've only ever done it, like, twice in my life, so it'd be so much fun. Yeah, do you, like, do you sell like, yourself cars? Yeah. Like when you want a car, do you just like have the paperwork written up and you're just like, here it is kind of thing? Uh, yeah, basically, but I always upsell myself. I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep my payment the same. All of a sudden it's like, oh, that has black wheels and that has like a whatever. I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. Add it on there. I don't give a shit. Then you realize, oh my God, I'm paying stupid money a month. Oh my God. If we ever meet in person, I'm bringing like my camera and shit and I want to make it like a sketch or do you selling yourself (laughs) a car? Oh, like on both sides of the desk? Oh, yeah. that'd be great. It just keeps like it keeps yeah. switching back yeah, and forth. Dude. Yeah, that'd great. That'd, yeah. That'd, oh, we'll, man, we'll, I have we'll, so many good fucking... We'll break so into your dealership at night so we can actually have your desk, you know? And... Oh, my desk sucks, but yeah, no, we can, uh, we can do that. I didn't, I didn't fall for any of yeah, the add-ons this time, though. Last time I did, I fell for all the add-ons. I kind of wish I had taken the free well, oil changes for life one, though. That sounds like a pretty good deal. Why did, why, wait a minute. Why didn't you take it? 
because this is why no no the the there's not free oil changes for life it's oil changes for life for like 500 bucks oh no that's the stupidest thing ever uh, good for you but i mean the oil changes in that car like 90 bucks so Mm, true but the reason why I didn't I get it, this is what kind of made me mad about it. The reason why I didn't get it was they're going through all like the add-on packages. So it was like the gap insurance, <laughs> the extended warranty, <laughs> the the tire warranty, and then the oil oh, changes. Dude. And he's, I was like, uh, yeah, I don't want that. I don't want that package. Like, I'm good. I'm good. Well, and so like I sign <laughs> all the paperwork. Make, that's where I make most of my money. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. So Anybody else listening out there, don't do what I did. Buy all the things. Only from AJ, though. Yeah, don't be poor, guys. Come on. But, uh, so after I signed all the papers, he's like putting it on the folder. He's like, I was like, man, that, uh, that oil change one, I mean, you can save a lot of money on that. I was like, yeah, but I want the whole package. He's like, oh, you didn't have to get the whole package. You could have just got that for like 500 bucks. I was like, why the fuck didn't you tell me that? All right, so the markup and that stuff? So like what they call aftermarket products is about um, which is really high for a dealership to be like 200%. Oh, yeah. Basically two-time markup, which isn't, I mean, as far as businesses go, it's not that great, but like that's where like me personally, I make a lot of my money is there. So there's a lot of shit that's worth it, but a lot of shit that's not like. So, uh, you know. Davey wants to know how many company cars have you tested with select women? Um. All right. This is like love line tonight. Um, employees or um, uh, customers. I don't know. He just said select women. They're I don't both. know. But thanks for the love line reference. Uh, I, I love I, Dr. Drew. That dude's awesome. Yeah, this is what it reminds me. This is like a like a nineteen ninety eight, like you know, eleven thirty at night on MTV vibe. Right well, now. have you seen his Big new? Thing. Have you seen his new show? No. What is it? Oh, he's uh, so Dr. Drew has a show on your mom's house. Like, you know, with Tom Segura right. and Christina P. He has a yeah. show on that network, yeah. Dr. Drew After Dark. And it's almost the same thing. <laughs> except, obviously, the network's run by, like, two comedians. So they just do, like, they get into some of the wildest shit. And it's awesome. Dr. Drew's, like, the coolest guy ever. Like, it's, way, uh, way better than that bitch-ass Dr. Too, right? Oz. Do what? Oh, that's, I, was at, I was on Dr. Oz back in the day. You were on Dr. Oz? For what, like, a heroin addiction or something? Crowd, uh, <laughs> Sexual heroin addiction to the end. Oh, no, I was in the crowd and they, they pulled us up to the side and they, they we had to like open some like fucking card or some shit. I don't remember. Huh. It was like 2015 ish, something like that. I'm going to have to go yeah, back and find that. Bag. I mean, um, I didn't mean to say that. He, he's a complete jerk. Hmm. Fair. But yeah. doc, Dr. <laughs> Drew seems like a cool guy. Him and his, uh, he has his wife on occasionally and they're like pretty much an open book to the point where. They now have merchandise for sale, like in the YMH store that says anal starts at 50. Cause like, <laughs> because the first time him and his wife ever had anal was on her 50th birthday. Really? Oh yeah. So he can get along well with this group. What's that anniversary? Anal, obviously. Like the paper. Oh well, yeah. But like, no, well, you Google like, it. You get brown paper. You Google it. You know, it's like <laughs> whatever. Paper, I think paper's second anniversary. You know, 25th anniversary is probably like a diamond or something. 49th, right, right, right. 49th is probably like 
some really weird like Crisco or tortillas. <laughs> um, and then Werther's. Yeah, Werther's. And then fifty, but that's not not their anniversary. Her fiftieth birthday. Oh, oh, just yeah, I was just saying. Oh well, I, well, I do get married uh, marry early in India, so who knows? But but, uh, but Doctor no, Doctor yeah. Drew's a white. No, I thought we were. I thought you should talk about Doctor Oz fucking his wife in the ass. No, Doctor Drew. Oh, oh from Loveline. I was actually really excited for that. But all right, that's cool too. Does Doctor Oz have an Indian wife? Wait, isn't he Indian? No, Doctor Oz is that like shrimpy white dude who's like running for Congress or something right now? Who does terrible no, push-ups with white. Mark Wahlberg? Doctor Oz? Yeah, yeah, he does like he does like the dick ups. Are you thinking of Deepak Chopra? Oh, the guy he possibly you know possibly. Doctor Oz is definitely a white look. Huh? Ooh, look, I've got I've got the really? second camera. If you're watching Facebook right now, like. Dr. Oz. He's a he's a white. He's a creepy looking white dude. Really? Yeah. Well, I like Dr. Drew, he still looks the same since like nineteen whatever. Dr. Drew. He had gray yeah, hair he, back then. He's all swole up. Like Is he? Yeah, he got fucking cannons for arms, man. So he has Dr. Drew after dark. No shit. Yeah. No dude, he used to be like a little like a fucking doughy, like little little tiny fucking weirdo. I think you're, I think you're thinking off. of Doctor Oz. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. Stop it. Stop it. No. Hey, look at him. Look Dr. at this guy. Dr. Oz is the guy. He's like, he looks like he has like Botox and like uh, plastic surgery bullshit. I mean, look at these, tr- look at these tree trunks. I don't know if you can see it because there's probably a delay, but the dude's got tree trunks for arms. Oh, okay. You know, so, yeah, don't, don't come for Dr. Oz or don't come for uh, Dr. Drew like that. <laughs> yeah, when I get off I'm gonna look up Dr. Oz and I'm like ah oh, fuck I was ooh Gigi brought up uh, a pretty is she Indian? I don't know but uh, the Padma chick from Top Chef oh yeah she is well she's like Brit- well British Indian they're yeah, all she's British very stern, very they're matron. all British you know? well right very matron, matron lady mm-hmm. kind of scary she's hot though alright so all right, here's a question would you bang her? But would you? Uh, yeah, of course I would. Oh, I'm still on the wrong. There we go. Still got used to switching the uh, switching cameras. So, would you let Doctor Drew? Um, would you let Doctor Drew bang you? Would you let Doctor? Would I let Doctor Drew bang me? Yeah, before the show though. Before before the show or for the show? No, no. Well, well, both if you wanted to. But I mean, I don't know. He'd probably treat you like a lady, you know. He's a doctor too. He knows what he's doing. I know. So like, they're being like, we're not worried about what's going on. You know, definitely not getting monkeypox. Well, if you get, if you get prolapse, he can he can stitch you up. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I you know, I don't know. It just depends <laughs> on how many drinks I have in me, I guess. Nope. We lost him. And on that note, I think it's time to uh, wrap this shit show up. Uh. Because, I don't know if you noticed on camera, went to the hard AFs, and for some reason, I don't know what it is, man, that 8% will hit you hard. So, again, thanks for calling in, everybody. It was a great time. We'll have to do this again. Um, 
Again, I've got some really cool guests lined up that I think you guys are going to like leading up to episode 50. I'll let you guess who's going to be on episode 50. Probably not a very hard guess, but it's a milestone. So I'm going to have that person on. Um, But yeah, thanks again. Before I get out of here, you know, go uh, like, subscribe, rate, review, all that stuff. The big thing that I keep forgetting to say, though, is like share, like share, you know, if you have social media, like share the show, do whatever, um, because that goes a long way. You know, I think the the rating system on iTunes, like for advertising is kind of what that's important for. But like who really goes and searches through iTunes for something that's five star rated and then reads reviews, right? Um, it's all word of mouth. So spread the word. We're having fun. Um, got another show starting soon with uh, my wife. I've got the uh, set getting wrapped. I'm hopefully finishing the new set for this show and the set for that show this weekend. And uh, yeah, so we're really close to 200 subscribers on YouTube. So hit that up. Um, and that's all I got. So thanks again. Love you guys. Good night. Came to say hello What up Put my mind up in the sky DJ turn my music up Hit it bartender hello What up Not another round of shot It's in the top up on my cup Work it down I say hello What up Yeah I wanna take you home Get you both up at your cup Sit down and be like hello What up Gotta hit another round I can never get enough Live like every day is a weekend Get away this evening, flying get spaced out like some aliens. Some medicating, get freaky, spend that money young like Weezy. Living up the best days of our lives, flip it up and get straight up our minds. Have a bomb time, detonating it right, okay? Killing it hard all day, living the dream, keep me asleep. Put your pillows in my face, girl. Fly to the moons on Neptune, living it up like where is Earth? Having the time of my life with my good friend, sitting one up for Sarah Burke. Rolling man, ride on pop, that's totally can. I'm still going ham and I'm miles far from sober, man If we broke a damn, there's no stopping All the wetness that we're bringing Champagne popping, slanging mayhem I'm so glad that I just came to say Chilling with a bad bitch is a max flavor. Trying to get a little head like an action figure on some bad behavior with a glass of tequila. Buzz talk, she's got big puppies, and damn, I love dogs. Keep the bottle upside down. Get the drummer run this town. Take a party hop, feet away up off the ground. Climbing higher than a plane in the clouds on a flight so perfect. Girl, I like how tight your shirt fits. Flip it hard all night, just work it. Crazy wildin' out like Nitro Circus. Okay. Burning up some haze. My attention spans long lasting as the first. Still I work it every day Till I get one shot to make it If you don't take it, you like a girl
girl who don't eat pussy A straight bitch One shot for the dream Crashing a party out on the bed With the baddest like I'm mad at her body I wanna hit it She with it Cause she knows that I'm the man I got no limits So we flip it with that all in Russian roulette presence King of the game and I wreck peasants Kill him with one line period Death sentence Game to say hello What up?